Ryan Johansson makes his return to Bridgestone Arena tonight. What reaction is he going to get from the Preds crowd? Plus, Monday plus minus, breaking down a big win over the Blackhawks today on the Locked On Predators podcast. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Predators podcast your first listen of the day every single day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, want to start with a special shout out to our loyal Lockdown Pred heads out there, the everydayers who tune into every single show. We love you guys. We appreciate the support you give us week in, week out. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer at Penalty Box Radio, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at the Hockey News. Today's episode is also brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Ann. A big weekend of hockey for the Nashville Predators. They finally, finally snapped the losing streak to the Chicago Blackhawks stymied Connor Bedard in the process. Well, you know, he had his he had his fair share of moments where he, he had some looked looks. like a superstar. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that in Monday's plus minus breaking on the highs and lows from that game and the past week of Predators hockey. There's some juicy stuff uh to get to in there this week and but first we'll talk about what's going on tonight. For the Nashville Predators, the Colorado Avalanche come to town. Not only is it a big deal hosting the Avs, uh, who are one of the top teams in the Central Division right now, but it's also the return of Ryan Johansson to Bridgestone Arena. And I mean, it's just going to hit in the feels, this one. Matias Ekholm was a tough one. Ryan Johansson, I think, tonight is going to be another one because I know a lot of people didn't like that $8 million contract, but Ryan Johansson was one of the most endearing hockey players I think this town has ever seen. Like, he just, his, his vibe when he was on, he was on the 2017 Cup run, what he did leading up to that, how he ended up not being able to participate in the finals. Like Ryan Johansson, he's a little bit, uh, he's a little bit of staple here. So mm-hmm. I don't know what tonight. I'm I'm interested to see what what tonight feels like, and I'm also a little nervous because I wonder if the Predators aren't careful if Ryan Johansson's not going to score a goal at Bridgestone Arena. And wow, that man, that man's going to be motivated. He's going to be motivated to score yeah. a goal. Um, it, it's interesting. And we were talking about this uh, a little bit, Anne, mm-hmm. um, about maybe questions over what kind of reaction Johansson's going to get from the Bridgestone Arena crowd. Now, to be fair, like Ryan Johansson deserves a massive standing ovation. Hell yes, sweet video. Uh, yes. Same deal to Matthias Ekholm. Yes, uh, like that level of just unified support. Yes. Uh, deserved and going to get are two very different things. Uh, You know, because I I agree with you. I think there are people 
uh, who look at that $8 million contract and think Johansson didn't necessarily live up to that. Right. Uh, I think there are people who kind of look at Johansson as sort of a, let's say, poster child of the era where the Predators kind of went all in on some players that didn't exactly right. work out. But, you know, Ryan Johansson to me, and uh, was one of the most underrated predators of that era. And that's weird for a guy with $8 million uh, to say to yeah. his name. But, you know, he was by far, by far, other than, you know, actually, no, I take that back. I was about to say, other than Pecorine, I'm going to take that back and just say he was the best player during that 2017 Cup mm-hmm. run. Yeah, uh, and I would argue that if he was still in the lineup, the Predators might have a Stanley Cup to their name right yes. now. That's just yeah. how critical he was. That's how good he was at shutting down the other team's top line. Uh, you know, 50 assists in a season was a big reason that Jofa line was so dominant. And I think a lot of people forget just that one, you know, kind of that span from like late 2018 to, you know, the end of 2019. The Jofa line was the most one of the most dominant top lines in hockey. Yeah, and, they were. And, and injuries sort of derailed that and maybe kept them from, you know, getting to the 80, 90 point plateau. But you know, you, you look at the numbers and it was just incredible what they were doing uh, to other teams out there. There is yeah. a lot, a lot of reasons that Ryan Johansson should be cheered, should be revered uh, yeah. by this Bridgestone Arena crowd. And I hope a lot of people can put away the contract stuff and see that. Yeah, I agree with you too. And and on ice, Ryan Johansson, I 100% believe like you do, if Ryan Johansson is healthy And in the Stanley Cup finals, this is one of those, like, could it have been? Could it have been with Ryan Johansson? And I agree with you. I really hope that he gets a warm reception. This is somebody who not only did a lot for the Predators on the ice, but this is somebody who was all in in this community. Ryan Johansson was all in in Nashville and community relations. And so I hope he gets that. I do think that the people who maybe – aren't as high on Johansson, aren't as high on him because of dollar signs. But Ryan Johansson's doing okay, y'all. Ryan Johansson is doing okay with the Colorado Avalanche, which, you know, yay for him and all that. Tied for second on the team in in goals this year with six. Yep, yep. Uh, Four power play goals, y'all. Stay out of the box or it's going to be twice as humiliating. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be a tough game regardless, Anne, because yeah. this is the Colorado Avalanche. They're on a bit of a roll, had a big, big comeback win over the Dallas Stars uh, the, 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 the past week. Uh, they've won three consecutive games after kind of a iffy stretch in the middle. Remember, they had that big unbeaten start to start the year. Uh, a couple of people got banged up. They, they had that high profile seven, nothing loss to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, And then things kind of fell off for them a little bit, but they've now won three straight. uh, And, you know, you look over and it's all the people that you think would be carrying the team are carrying the team. Kale McCarr, 10 points uh, in the last five games. Valmish Kushkin has all of a sudden gotten hot five goals in five games. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a, a lineup and, uh, that that's going to be tough for the Nashville Predators to try to contend with. So 
What are you looking for tonight in terms of something the Predators have to do to get that win? For me, I think a lot of this game is going to come down to goaltending, which makes me a little nervous, but goaltending because the Colorado Avalanche are second in the league in shots per game. They are putting the puck on net. If UC Saros is in net, that may work to his favor. He seems to do a little bit better when he is busier, perhaps. Uh, and Georgiev has been a little hot and cold for the Colorado Avalanche in some yeah. of his games. He's got an 890 save percentage. It's one of those things where when he is on, he's very on, but when he's not, they, you know, he can let in a lot of goals. They've had some games where they've been scored on quite a bit. So I really do think two of the players to really watch are, are who is in net again, Kevin Lincoln in big game. Do you think they start, are they starting UC Saros tonight? I think you have to in, in this situation. Yeah, like you got you got to put UC Saros out there and just kind of hope he bounces back uh, from from you know sort of his rough play and you know his, his last start was a little bit better but yeah, yeah I mean I, I, I think I think you got to go guns blazing it's it's interesting to me and because UC Saros eight ninety two save percentage four and nine record uh, Alexander Georgiev eight ninety save percentage worse than Saros yep but a ten and four record. So I think that it also maybe goes to show you a little bit that Yorgiev is maybe getting a little bit more support yes. uh, in front of him uh, than maybe UC Saros is used to getting. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I also think it's going to be interesting to see how these teams do when it comes to momentum, because it seems like Colorado has had a stretch where they were win big, lose big. You know, and it was kind of a momentum thing where there were some games where when things kind of got away from them, it seemed like it frazzled them, which is not a Colorado avalanche trait. It was kind yeah. of an odd thing to see. That's something the Nashville Predators have been working on. You know, we talk about they just defeated the Dallas Stars. Dallas was up three nothing. Colorado scored six goals. So Nashville has to keep their foot on the gas. This is really going to be a game where I think the team that that dominates momentum is going to walk away with the win. So it, this is going to be a learning opportunity for the Nashville Predators. They're going to have to kind of get some ducks in a row if they want to walk away with a win tonight. So we'll see. Yeah. And I think it's going to be one of those things where if the Preds get some early momentum, uh, they have to work in that second period, especially to work Gosh, and try man. to keep that. They got to work on that early start, but it's also important for them to keep that momentum in the second period. Something they did a little bit better at this weekend uh, when they took on the Chicago Blackhawks, finally broke that losing streak. Come on. Thank God it's Thank over. Uh, a couple of highlights from that, that game, plus the past week of Predators hockey, will break it down in this week's plus minus. First, though, want to mention today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, patience. That's what helps any good sports team bring home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your car, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time 
or your money back. And that's because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. All right, and it's Monday, which means it's time for Plus Minus. This is where we go through the past week of Nashville Predators Hockey, give pluses to players and things that we want to give a shout-out to, minuses to things that maybe need some work. And, of course, the Nashville Predators broke the losing streak uh, against the Chicago Blackhawks on uh, Saturday afternoon. So there's some good positives to talk about in this one. And what's your first plus? So my first plus actually is going to come from this Chicago game. And I want to give my first plus to backup goaltender Kevin Lankinen. Because let me tell you, he had a great game. Stopped 29 of 31 shots, I believe, against Chicago. You know, no power play goals let in. He had there were some shorthanded breakaways. Kevin Lincoln and said, "Not today, Satan." You know, so he had a great game. But I also want to give him a shout out because Kevin Lincoln is in a really tough place to be a backup goaltender. Mm-hmm. You know, backing up anybody is challenging. Backing up UC Soros, who is usually somebody who plays the highest volume of games in the NHL. That's a whole different thing. And Kevin Lankinen has worked his tail off to be a guy who's ready at any time. Um, and we talked to, you know, I could go on and on, but I just thought it'd be interesting to hear what Andrew Brunette had to say and what Kevin Lankinen had to say after the game Saturday, because Brunette's been very upfront. Like Kevin Lankinen is not particularly interested in not playing. I guess is the nice way to say it. Like he understands UC Soros, but he's like, I've got game. And so we talked to uh, Andrew Brunette and to Kevin Lincoln and after the game about uh, just his performance and and this process for him, this is what they had to say. What have the conversations with him been like when we all know Soros is going to play a lot this year? He he does that, but to stay ready and and to play as well as he did, what have the conversations been like kind of leading up to this with Lincoln? Yeah, they're not easy. Um, He's a competitive guy that wants to play, and and uh, he believes in his abilities, and uh, I respect that. And uh, he's uh, he's he's a true competitor and a true professional, and he understands. He understands where he's at, and he understands juice and all that stuff. But like everybody that puts on a uniform, they want to play. And uh, you know, I'm sure he's a little hurt that he wasn't playing all the time, or he felt he deserved a chance, and he shows today that he, that he can do it. So I'm happy for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, goaltending is a little special that case because we have only one guy that can be between the pipes, and uh, obviously we got Juice in here, who is a world-class goalie, one of the best goalies in the world. So it's it's tough to steal some games, but at the same time, I got my own motivation and my own kind of desire to get better and and uh, perform and you know take some steps on my career. So I think that's just the big picture to keep in mind: work hard every single day and uh, earn your starts. You know. It's never easy for somebody in Kevin Lankinen's situation because we talk about this more whenever we talk about somebody like, you know, Phil Tomasino or Michael McCarron, where it's like you need those reps. You need those reps to get better. And not only are the Predators, you know, throwing Kevin Lankinen in after, you know, like, you know, every two weeks or, you know, later in the season, even less than that. 
but you're doing it in critical situations. Kevin Lankinen went out there uh, Saturday against Chicago, his former team. Let's yes. not get that lost in the shuffle. Yes. And not only, you know, had to, you know, do well after, you know, not getting a lot of game action this year, but had to get the Preds a win, had to right. kind of dig themselves um, you know, out of this big, you know, slide that they've been in. And he was the one to do that. And it, it's tough being a backup goaltender. And I would love to kind of get, you know, a goaltender guest on the show, like in the former NHL goaltender, just kind of talk about the psychology uh, yes. of being a backup goalie and how do you prepare and how do you stay sharp in game shape, not knowing that, you know, you, you have no idea when, when you could be on the ice next. Yeah, this was only his third game, his third start yeah. of the season. And what I love about Kevin Lincoln is they have, you know, he and Soros have a very close relationship. They're very, very good friends on and off of the ice. And this is one of those places where if you were a backup goaltender looking to cash a check, you want to come to Nashville because you know you're only going to start a handful of games. And you, see yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you could come to Nashville and be like, this is not a bad gig, but Kevin Lankinen is so focused. And here's something that I will say. We talk about goaltending trade rumors and this and that. If the Nashville Predators were to trade Kevin Lankinen somewhere, that team would get a diamond. And here's what I would say. If they traded and thought this is going to be the backup goaltender, Kevin Lankinen would give whoever was starting a run for their money. That is how that is his drive. He wants to be a starting goaltender in the NHL. And that's what he works for every day. And I give a fat freaking plus to Kevin Lankinen because that's a tough position. And he does the work. He does the work. So shout out to Kevin Lincoln and super happy for him. Uh, just a guy you want to root for anyway, but huge to get this win. And hey, by the way, we're going to put you in net when we're on a four game losing streak and you're going to face the next generational talent. Good luck with yeah. that, Kevin Lincoln. And Kevin Lincoln said, bring it on. Love it. There we go. Uh, yeah. Big <laughs> shout out to Kevin Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, big, big shout out to him for his performance this weekend. Uh, and somebody else I want to highlight, Anne, who kind mm -hmm. of strives into that, just kind of goes out there and does well in any opportunity situation. I'm going to give a plus to Gustav Nyquist. Let's somebody go. we haven't talked a whole mm -hmm. lot about this year, uh, despite being one of the big offseason pickups. Uh, Gustav Nyquist was bumped up to the first line. In recent weeks, we talked about his, you know, chemistry with Cody Glass at the beginning. Glass went down. He was then added to the Philip Forsberg and Ryan O'Reilly line. And since then, he's been on a bit of a heater, Anna. Yeah. Five points in his last four games for the Nashville Predators. He got, of course, a big goal uh, against the Chicago Blackhawks yeah. uh, on Saturday. And he's a new dad. Love it. He's Love got it. The it's he's got that new dad energy. Uh, you can tell why is it, Ann, that it, it seems like always in hockey, whenever somebody becomes a dad, it's just their play, like right afterward, just get this massive jump. Like they they go Gretzky esque, uh, for <laughs> like do. for like a one week span after after becoming a dad. 
Yeah, I really think it's the adrenaline. Like, I think it's the, I think it's some sort of chemical thing. Like, the adrenaline just lasts so long. And this is uh, Gustav Nyquist's third baby, little baby Greta, his third daughter. But I'm telling you, he was in rare form. Now, he did, and, and I'm only pointing this out because this is how great a recovery he made. I don't, in the game, he had a wide open chance and missed the net. And he afterward was like, oh my gosh, what if that was my chance? But he came back and he had a great great game, got a goal. And yeah, big dad energy, Gus Nyquist, big dad energy. Yeah. yeah. Also Gustav Nyquist, uh, 10 points in, in 16 games last year. Uh, he had only 27 points all of last year. So he's on point or on pace to kind of get back to where we're used to seeing him uh, in the NHL as well. So that's a big deal. Of course he battled injuries a lot last year. A lot of people worried maybe he'd lost a step, maybe his speed, uh, which was really his bread and butter for his entire game was maybe dial it back a little bit, but he's out there healthy. He's out there contributing and he kind of looks like he's going to be that big source of depth scoring that he was for so many years with, uh, you know, Detroit and San Jose yes. and, and Columbus. So it feels like we haven't talked a lot about Nyquist this year and, uh, but he is starting to turn it up for the Nashville predators and it could not have happened at a better time. A team for real. It's absolutely uh, need a win here. Um, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Something just fell off the window outside the house. There's a minus. Uh, <laughs> but there's also some hockey-related minuses uh, that we're going to be talking about here shortly. Yep. First, we'll let you know today's episode is brought to you by our great friends at the Sleeper app. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Look, here's what's real. Maybe Philip Forsberg could score 50 goals. The Nashville Predators may be able to climb their way back up into the wild card race. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially for daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether players like Philip Forsberg, Ryan O'Reilly, Nathan McKinnon, or former Predator Ryan Johansson will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, plus minus, saves, and more in any given game. So download the sleeper app. You can pull up tonight's game and it will say, click more or less. Will Philip Forsberg have more or less than 0.5 goals? All you have to do is choose. So to win 100 times your cash, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Preds fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Download the Sleeper app and use our promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you will get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availabilities. All right, Ann, uh, let's get to a couple of minuses from the past week of Nashville Predators Hockey. Who are you giving a minus to? I'm actually going to give a minus to a word, and that word is expected. Uh, my minus this week is expected, as in Shen is expected to miss four to six weeks. Ryan McDonough <laughs> is expected to be back. You know, he is day to day. Or... Uh, 
Nashville Predators, uh, Ryan O'Reilly and Philip Forsberg are in the top 24 expected goals for. Uh, Yakov Trenin's expected goals is really good on the team. The word expected is jacking with me, y'all. Uh, we are not seeing Luke Shen and Ryan McDonough back on the ice yet. We'll see what we hear today at practice. And also the expected goals, like you look at Nashville's um, expected goal differential compared to their actual goal differential and you get two very different feelings so my minus this week is the word expected uh because then i expect things and then i am disappointed so to anybody who wants to talk about expected goals expected goal differential i just can't today because it's just been too <laughs> disappointing over the last week to hear expected so for me expected not so much fat minus you're saying a lot of things were unexpected. It was unexpected. I don't prep me for one thing and then show up with another, friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, and for me, uh, my minus goes to Thanksgiving. And I'm not talking about the actual holiday because the actual holiday itself is awesome. Kills. There's a lot of food there. Uh, my minus is to the Nashville part is not doing the Thanksgiving Day games anymore yeah. do you remember when they used to play on thanksgiving not like before like the night before that like the afternoon after but you remember when they used to play on thanksgiving yes and Come the nashville Predators tried to make that a tradition uh and then uh i guess there were some nhl rules that came into play uh no american teams could play on thanksgiving it's kind of like an extra day off for them uh so the only games going on thanksgiving are up in canada uh, but, you know, it was kind of fun, wasn't it, Ann? Yeah. Like, wasn't it kind of fun to, you know, chow down on a turkey during the day, head to Bridgestone Arena at night? It was usually another Canadian team uh, coming to town. But those are always, like, fun ways to kind of end the night. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe they just didn't. Maybe it was just the players didn't, didn't want like to play on it. Um, or like at least play, you know, everybody in Nashville seemed, seemed to like it, but maybe like players on the other team weren't fond about having to travel for Thanksgiving holiday. Um, maybe they, the NHL didn't really want to compete with the NFL because the NFL started doing like the Sunday night or the Thursday night games on Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm not sure why they did it, but it was always kind of fun and unique. Like it felt like the Predators thing. Yeah, like, to play like a game on Thanksgiving night to kind of like end the night. Um, yeah, it, it was always fun. And I, I really kind of wish the Predators would bring that back. That would be such a great tradition. And I like I get, you know, maybe wanting the extra day off. But I'm like, y'all, most of them aren't American. They already did Canadian Thanksgiving or you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you know. I think it would have been good. like that sounds amazing. I would I would be all in for like, hey, we're going to eat at two o'clock. Get your get your you know little turkey nap in and then, you know, take the family down to Bridgestone Arena and watch a hockey game. I think, yeah, there's something to that that would be amazing to bring back. I agree yeah. with you. That is a little bit of a fat minus. That is. How about a fat plus? And let's end on one more plus today. Yeah, so I'm actually going to give a fat plus to defenseman Jeremy Lazan and Alexander Carrier. And I'm going to be very transparent about this plus because sitting there and hearing the starting lineup 
for Chicago, knowing that Connor Bedard is on the ice, and then hearing that the defensemen that were going to be starting against him were Jeremy Lazan and Alexander Carrier, I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Connor Bedard. Like, what are, what are, I mean, we do have Roman Yossi. I don't know if you all forgot we have this defenseman. I want to give a fat plus with a slice of humble pie to Jeremy Lazan and Alexander Carrier, because Jeremy Lazan and Alexander Carrier were like, not today, yeah. not today. And really you saw glimpses. You mentioned this, you saw glimpses when you were watching Connor Bedard in this game of this is somebody who gets high level hockey. Like he's going to create some amazing things. This is Connor McDavid level guy, yeah. but Jeremy Lazan and Alexander Carrier really contained him there. Just did not allow him to generate a lot of chances that made everybody go, oh, my gosh. There was also a moment where Jeremy Lazan may or may not have tried to get like a piggyback. I don't know what that was about, but it worked defensively. Yeah. So shout out to Jeremy Lazan and Alexander Carrier. Like you accepted your assignment and you executed it so well. So, A, my apologies. I was wrong and I am sitting here in my wrongness being wrong. And B, Fantastic performance by those guys. Fantastic. Do you see the quote from Jeremy Lazan that Come Sean Smith from, from Penley Box Radio posted? Let's go. Just yes. that we need to be a bit of a prick to play against, and we think we're missing that. Yeah. So that's what Preds hockey is all about. Come on. Yeah. I mean, they they were. Jeremy Lazan, like, kind of stepped up, and so did Alexander Carrier. Yeah. Like, they, they frustrated that line. I'm not sure I want to put him out there every single top battle. But um, they did. But, but I they, was so they great. Did, they did that job. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, and also, somebody else who somehow was up against Connor Bedard quite a few times and wound up scoring two goals in that game. Come Cole on, Smith. Cole Smith. Come I'm on, I'm just saying, and like Preds are getting some unlikely heroes, yeah, in that Chicago game. And yeah, I'm here for it. I yeah. am here for it. Now, oh. if we can only get everybody to be heroic tonight against the Avalanche, because we've had games where we see the depth scoring coming in, you get Yakov mm. trending getting his first goal despite all the expected. And you see Cole Smith getting it done. And Gus Nyquist, can we please just everybody tonight, top line, depth scoring, get some things going against the apps. Yeah, it Not would be uh, ideal to, to get that going tonight uh, at yeah. a time where they absolutely need to do that. Uh, of course, tomorrow we're going to have a full recap of this game, uh, go through the highs and lows, and our one word to describe it, no matter how it turns out. And where can people find your work? You can find my work online at InsideThePreds.com. You can find me on social media at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at PenaltyBoxRadio.com or follow me on social media underscore NS Morgan. That's going to do it on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. Back with an all new episode tomorrow. We'll see you then.